Welcome to me again, week 29, Pretty Jellyfish, a week where I eat a lot of Bojangles, tackle that monster known as Insomnia, and play a lot of Animal Crossing. And you'll hear all about it on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again, and if this goes fast, it's because I have a migraine, and I'm sorry. But yeah, I had a, uh, it was an alright day, but it was a very stressful day, because, you know, yesterday I managed to get CJ to focus on, like, building a tent, or designing stuff, and drawing. Yeah, he wasn't on that at all today. He was very much in the, I'm gonna ask as many questions as I can, and I'm gonna misbehave as much as I can, and see if I can get away with it. And even when he wasn't able to get away with it, he kept prodding and kept trying to annoy us. And and it's because he's going through, like, a big change right now, having not to go to school and stuff like that. But, man, there were some moments where I was like, bud... You don't know how much trouble we can put you in. Like, at one point, and this was the only time I was able to actually get him to calm down, I was like, hey, you're not going to get the Nintendo Switch for an entire week if you keep messing around and acting like this. Because I was exhausted. I didn't get any sleep last night. Woke up, and uh, he was there at probably 7 in the morning just ready to ask as many questions. And, you know, I tried to golden rule him, basically. I said, uh, hey, bud, how would you, you know me and your mom get like four to six hours less sleep than you do, so how would you feel if we came into your room at midnight and started waking you up and asking you questions? You understand we need rest too so we can help you guys and help make you guys good meals and stuff like that. Didn't process at all. He kept coming back in the room. Finally, Emily was the goddess that she is and let me t- get her, get some rest, and when I w- woke up, It was just him getting in trouble again and again and again until eventually she was like, can you watch Ripley? Because I'm about to make him run laps. And I'm like, all right, that'll get rid of some of that energy. Yeah, it didn't. It did not get rid of that energy. Uh, I, I will say, though, I did possibly get back at him for how fussy he was being all day though because Emily messaged me and I was already at the house watching Wrestlemania at this point uh Emily messaged me and said CJ's been singing who let the dogs out for 20 minutes so as a goof I can control the Spotify on the rock or uh, not the Roku the uh the Amazon Echoes we have in our house. So I started playing Who Let the Dogs Out on all of those Echoes, and then an hour later, Emily messaged me and goes, was that you? And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? Was that you playing Who Let the Dogs Out? Oh, yeah, like an hour ago, that was me. Oh, that's not good. Why? I put him in timeout in his room because of that, and I was like, oh, no, uh-oh, <laughs> oopsie-boopsies. But, yeah, other than that, it was a very stressful day trying to keep up with him. Because Emily's, Emily's going through a rough time right now, too. Like, the, I think she caught the whole depression and anxiety I had last weekend. She's caught that. And so, yeah, it, it's a rough time at the house. But for now, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? Today, I'm grateful for, of all things, just good old-fashioned sweet tea. Good old down-home sweetened tea. Because, like... It satisfies all the cravings that a soda does. It gives you that nice kick of sweetness. It gets you a little bit of caffeine, because I think black tea does have some caffeine in it. But also, it hydrates you. It's very refreshing. And I never realized how much I love sweet tea until I've moved to places that don't have it as prominently. Like, Orlando, I know, Orlando is tech. It's like the most southern you can really get, but... 
Yeah, Orlando's not the South. Orlando's not going to get you that good down-home sweet tea you crave. you got to go to good old Bama for that. And when I came back home, I just downed so much sweet tea because I love it so much. Like, uh, I remember when I lived down there, I would keep black tea and sugar stocked and just make the sweetest concoctions of all time. So, yeah, very grateful for sweet tea today. It really kept me going. Now, what did I do that is awesome? And it's the fact that tonight we premiered Wrestlepalooza, the biggest show of the year that we do, and we premiered it, which meant that instead of it just going onto YouTube as a video and everyone can just watch it whenever, it actually premieres live. So everyone can come hang out together and go into a live chat and talk about it together, and I can hang out and chat. And we had, like, not just... Usually we'll have Ghazi, or one of our pat- patrons in there. No, we had Ghazi, we had a bunch of other people show up and talk. There were people who had no idea what was going on, and they were just like, this is amazing, you've got a new fan in me. And I was like, yeah, that's awesome. So that was always a good time. I like seeing people's reactions to things and also seeing like people's predictions, what they think is going to happen, their reactions to certain decisions I make in the match. And so that way I can kind of adjust in the future as opposed to just kind of flying by the seat of my pants. I can see, oh, this is what the fans want. This is what they don't want, you know, and kind of make my adjustments based on that. Now, what did I do that isn't awesome? And, uh, well, number one, it's not workout or not to do any meditation this morning, which I feel like would have helped me deal with CJ, because at one point I let Emily go rest so she could kind of recover from her depression. And so I didn't do any of my, like, healthy stuff to prep for it. So that really messed with me mentally, I think. That messed with me a lot. And then also... Man, I ate so much nasty food during WrestleMania. It's not even a joke. Like, there was a moment where I was like, I'm still, wow, I'm still going. I'm like a bottomless pit. Uh, Cookie dough, uh, chips, uh, pizza, everything I could just throw in my gob. At one point, I made lemon icebox pie filling, but didn't make a pie out of it. I just started dipping graham crackers into it. I was like an animal. I was just destroying all this unhealthy food. And I feel like crap right now as a result. Like I said, I also have a headache. But man, I just want to go to bed so bad right now. I am exhausted. And yeah, I just, I feel like that's also going to add to some stress in the future. And it also added to me, you know, not wanting to be that active. And Because usually at the end of the day, if I haven't worked out, I will do Beat Saber. Or I will at least do a meditation or something. I didn't even want to get in the VR helmet. Not even going to lie. This is the first time. And I guess this is kind of a way I'm helping myself because I'm giving myself a rest. But for the first time in a long time, I wasn't able to get into that VR helmet because of the migraine. And because my body, all carbed up and all sugared up, just said, oh, I don't want to do anything but just lay here. I'm in a full-on sugar coma right now, y'all. And it's, it ain't good. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And it is by teaching CJ about YouTubers because he's he's a kid so he's obsessed with YouTube and he likes watching the ones who like do let's plays and it's the people who okay as someone who's done YouTube for a very long time I don't feel like it's speaking out of school to say that there are certain people who go onto YouTube 
to make money off of kids like my kid. Kids who are there just to watch somebody play one of their favorite video games and watch someone be an idiot and be goofy. The problem is, what those people don't realize, is that then the kids imprint on them, and now we've got CJ running around thinking the proper way to act is like those YouTubers, to act like a Logan Paul, to act like a uh, one of those people who just scream and yell and complain all the time. And so that's why today I literally sat CJ down and I explained all of that to him and I said, it's not the YouTube itself that's the problem, it's the people you watch. Let me show you people who actually can teach you things because he really wants to do science he wants to do science experiments he doesn't grasp what science is yet though because at one point he was like i want to make a shrinking potion and i'm like that's not we gotta we gotta start somewhere else son we gotta start with actual science and so i tried to teach him the scientific method that didn't work too much but what i did do was show him the king of random which is one of my favorite youtube channels of all time they're really good for kids because it's kind of like the updated version of beekman or the updated version of a bill not the science guy doing these goofy experiments to teach kids about different scientific things that they wouldn't learn about normally and so i'm really i loved that so i sat him down to Today, and I managed to get him on his butt not doing anything for a solid hour and a half that allowed Ripley to take a nap, that allowed Emily to rest, that gave me a moment's peace for a few. And uh, after a while, he started fussing and he just wanted to like, I want to go to my room. I want to go get up and play. I want to do this. And like, I'm sitting staring like, hey, everyone's asleep. Your mom's sick. Because I, I didn't want to have to explain to him what an anxiety attack is. So I was just like, your mom is sick. Your baby sister is sleeping please rest and so I he finally rested a little bit for me I was very grateful for that and I feel like it helped me getting him calmed down and showing him you know the error of what he had been watching and showing him a better alternative because I think that's going to help him grow and that's going to help him become a better person as opposed to what because like this is, I literally sat him down and I said, you realize the way you talk is the way these people talk. You're not being CJ anymore. You're being a little clone of them. And he goes, I didn't realize that. And I was like, yeah, the way, because he'll run around and he'll scream and he'll complain about things. And that's when I realized, like, veteran of YouTube here, oh, no, he's just copying them. And so, yeah, I, I and that's a, if you're a parent out there and your kid loves YouTube, show them good YouTube channels, like people who will influence them in positive ways. Don't. Don't let them just go off on their own. But for now, I'm going to go inside and get some rest and kind of get rid of this headache. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And it's 9 o'clock at night, and I'm having to drive home. And this might be the most bizarre feeling of all time for me to be like, oh, yeah, it's 9 o'clock. My day's over. That's cool. It's so weird. And it also made my day go by super fast. So I'm going to have to start waking up earlier because today, you know, I, I think I ended up waking up about 10 and then took a nap with the baby for another two hours. So it definitely didn't... The day went by super fast because there were less hours in it. But luckily tomorrow I'll probably wake up about 7 or 8, so I'll have a long day. Uh, but yeah, it was average day, took care of the baby, came home, and then got to hang out with my family for a few before working, and actually having a very good time while working, which is one of my favorite things in the world to do. When I get to enjoy what I do, I make some of the greatest stuff. So let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness, because I don't have that much to talk about today. Number one, what am I grateful for? Two things. First thing is a restaurant I had never eaten at before, and then at the behest of Blake Tanner, I finally decided to go eat there, and it's Bojangles, y'all. 
I didn't think I'd like Bojangles until I realized, oh wait, what they do good is chicken and biscuits, which are two of my favorite things on the planet, fried chicken and biscuits. So I went there today and I got um, their bow, bow, potato rounds, I believe they are, and then a Cajun biscuit sandwich. Y'all, that Cajun biscuit sandwich might... It already jumped up alongside the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's and the Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich is one of my favorite chicken sandwiches. It was really good. But what stood out to me more than anything else were these ding-dang potato rounds because I don't know if there's onion in them, if there's like an onion oil they make them in, but the best way I can describe it is if you took a hush puppy, which are delicious, it's essentially fried bread with onion in it, and mixed it with a hash brown, and oh my god, it was so good. I'm, I got mad at past me for ordering a medium and not a large. That's how good these things were. So, yeah, Bojangles is good, and then another thing that is good is Podchaser, which I'm sure I've talked about on the show before, but it's this awesome website for reviewing podcasts. And you can also listen on there as well, but it's not like there's an app. It's only a website. But I love it because, for me as a creator, it allows me to see everything I've been in. It lets me keep track of my my field of work, essentially. But the other day on their website, or on their Twitter, they said, uh, just as like a joke, hey, guess how many podcasts are in this? this jar, posting a picture of a mayonnaise jar, and as a goof, and so everyone in the comments was like, oh, there's like five, so I was making fun of those old contests where it was like, guess how many M&Ms are in this jar, but instead, guess how many podcasts? Well, I decided to nerd up and instead calculate exactly how many, basically, I did first up look how much space a gigabyte worth of data was, and then, I think I might have talked about this on the show, I'm not sure, uh, but then I looked up how much the a, a gigabyte would take up in physical space on a hard drive, and then I added that up, and then divided that by how much could be in that mayonnaise jar and I sent that in and they said oh yeah you won and then today they sent me this awesome gift package of pod chaser like a, a big water bottle this really awesome journal it's it's nice it's almost like leather bound I liked it a lot and then also a jar of mayonnaise and so I sent a, a video to them saying like I don't like mayonnaise how dare you and then they retweeted that now I got a lot of people coming to my pod chaser uh, because of that so it was really really cool so great for them. Now, what did I do today that is awesome? And it's the fact that I'm getting really into doing the, uh, I I talked about it yesterday, but doing the uh, premieres for YouTube videos where I can hang out and chat with people because today was the debut of JWF Monday Night Ignition. It's the brand new podcast from the BS Network. Go subscribe if you haven't already. And also if you like wrestling, because if you don't, it's kind of going to fly over your head. But uh, today I did a premiere on our YouTube channel of the first episode, and I wasn't sure how it would go down because it's literally like just an image, a still image with audio over it. There were still people hanging out and still people chatting, and then there were like moments I had built into the show, like to, in pro wrestling, pop the audience, which is to get a rise out of them, and those moments were getting rises out of the chat. It was a really cool moment. I was really excited for it, and I think I'm going to start doing that weekly, like every week premiere it and then hang out in the chat with people to talk about the show. Uh, So it was a really good time, and then me and Blake got to record Developmentally Unstable, which is one 
one of our favorite shows. And we got to bring back one of our favorite characters of all time. Brought back one of our favorite tag teams of all time. If you know JXT, you're probably going to know who I'm talking about. And I'm really hyped for it. It was a really good episode. It comes out in like two or three weeks. But I'm excited to have that in my back pocket for whenever it premieres. Because it was a great moment. Um, Now, how did I not... What did I do today that wasn't awesome? And basically, it's the fact that I had a lazy morning. I was really tired because I went to sleep late last night. So it was, instead of getting up and working on my computer and doing a bunch of stuff like that, it was watching Auntie Donna, who is one of my favorite comedy groups, watching a bunch of their videos and falling asleep with the baby on the couch as opposed to actually getting anything of effort done. And I want to get back to being able to do stuff at the house, like clean the house or work on stuff from my computer and get used to that as opposed to just being lazy all day. And I I do think going to sleep early, which I'm definitely probably going to do tonight is going to, I was afraid to say I'm definitely going to sleep early tonight because you never know. Anxiety boy might act up. But um, yeah, I I don't like not having a a productive morning. I mean, in in some way it was productive because I got to take a nap because I wasn't well rested. So maybe that rest helped me through the rest of the day. But uh, yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of it. Now finally, how did I help myself today? And today I helped myself by going home early, by going home and getting to have this rest tonight and getting to uh, go in and work out in VR. That was another thing I did that wasn't awesome was the fact that I didn't work out or do anything this morning when I could have um, because Emily had numerous moments where she was taking care of the baby. I could have used that to go hop in VR and work out and meditate, but I didn't. And I do think that's coming from the unhealthy boy attitude I had yesterday of eating as much cookie dough as possible. And it just can carried over in today, but I'm going home early so I can do that. I'm going to take like a, a nice warm bath, make some tea, have a really relaxing night because I feel like I'm going to need it. I'm going to exhaust my body in Beat Saber and then relax it with like a hot bath and stuff like that because I'm going to need to be as tired and relaxed as possible to try to go to sleep early because otherwise I know my mind is just going to be wandering too much. So I'm going to have to put a bunch of stuff in place to let my body know Okay, it's about to be bedtime. It's about to be bedtime. Don't don't stay awake. Please, please, please. Um, but yeah, that's how I'm helping myself. And for now, I'm going to go inside, do that Beat Saber, get that relaxation going, and uh, hopefully tomorrow I'll have more stuff to talk about because, yeah, this was, was a very fast day. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Everybody, it's me again, and it has been a very stressful day. Very, very bad, stressful day from hell. Uh, luckily, I got to come home and kind of get it out through work, because like I've said in the past, work helps me because it helps me drop everything, and usually by the time I get done, I've forgotten about it, so at least I'm somewhat good there. Uh, but yeah, it was very stressful, and I also guess I should say I lied. Because yesterday I was like, yeah, I'm going to go in, I'm going to work out, and I'm going to relax and do all this stuff. Yeah, none of that happened. Instead, what happened was Emily asked me to help her with her book, which is still, it's frustrating to me because I bought her, like, that master class thing, which has a lot of writing classes. And she's done, like, one of them. She's done, and not even, like, a full class, like a segment of it. So I was getting frustrated because she hadn't done that or read any of the books, and she's trying to do, basically, the description I said to her is, you know how to drive a go-kart and you're trying to drive a 18-wheeler. So she wasn't getting that. So I sat down with her and took her through a lot of my issues with the book 
and went through a lot of my issues with her writing style and the fact that I, I guess the best way to describe it is she's not using her voice. She's using what a writer should sound like, for lack of a better word. Because I feel like that's the mistake a lot of early writers make is when they write, they get very descriptive and they use very flowery language. And I'm like, that, if that's not how you talk, you're not comfortable using that language. Don't write that way. Write the way you talk. Write the way you are. And so I had to express that to her and we ended up staying till like midnight or so doing that. And then Ripley started fussing. So any sleep we were going to get went away because Ripley started fussing. I think all in all, I got about three hours of sleep. And then had a mini panic attack, went into the living room and watched Nailed It for like two hours until Emily woke up to go to work and said, hey, go take care of the baby. And then wasn't able to do anything because the baby was fussy then too. And then I ended up sleeping all day. It was an arduous, arduous day. Uh, but we'll get into more of the details when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for? And as much as she was fussy last night, I'm grateful for Ripley because when she got back from her grandma's house today, she was the most precious, adorable little child of all time. We were playing fun music and she was dancing along to it. It's amazing watching her when music starts playing because, like, she, she knows instantly what music is if that makes sense like you don't have to teach her this is music you're supposed to dance to it like if it starts playing her eyes go wide and she's like oh my god what is this and starts dancing and it's so cute so she was dancing and laughing and having fun and it was a it was something I really really needed because like I said stressful day throughout the majority of the day and just having these brief moments alone with her meant a lot to me now what did I do that is awesome and like I said earlier it's working it's after having this really stress-filled day going back to the office, even though I think I ended up getting to the office about seven, which meant I only ended up having three hours there, even though apparently, according to my parents, the curfew isn't a thing. We don't have a curfew, so I'm very confused. I'm still going to try to go home at 10 just to try to get decent sleep. Um, but, uh, yeah, going home and working really helped me today. And it was a really awesome time getting to do the night. I'm going to brag about JWF Monday Night Ignition every day we do it, I think. Because it's so much more fun doing it this way as a, separately from Fight Boys. Like, I believe the way Blake described it is we don't have to wait until after we've talked about wrestling for an hour to do it. Instead, we can come to it fresh and have a really good time recording it. And, yeah, we had a really good time recording it today. And since we're not doing it live, that means we can stop and uh, workshop things and talk about stuff. And I like doing that a lot. And then I I got in a good, good laughing fit during a load of BS, which makes me happy. Anytime we record BS and I get to a point of laughter where I'm unable to talk or continue the bit, that's when I know I've done a good job. Like today we were just making jokes about uh, throwing a house party and having like Aaron Carter and Shaq show up and then sh having them challenge each other to another battle like the famed Aaron Carter song, How I Beat Shaq. Uh, yeah, we goofed on that so, for so long that I ended up falling on the ground laughing. I was laughing so hard at it. So that meant a lot to me. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And it's the fact that I started the dumbest argument of... I guess it, it was dumb and it wasn't dumb because it was something that needed to be talked about, but I don't think it needed to be talked about as... I don't want to say stressfully, but almost as argumentatively as we talked about it because Emily got our groceries from Walmart today, and that made me very excited because we didn't, like, for the past five days, I've sustained on, at least on our house, sustained myself on gummy bears, like fruit-filled gummy bears and stuff like that. So I'm like, 
really excited because we finally have food I can eat because I ate the last of our cereal, which is all I really had last night. So I was like, yeah, I got food. Walked in. Not a damn thing in that kitchen was stuff I like or stuff that I want to eat. It was basically looking at the exact same kitchen I had came to before. And I expressed that to Emily, and she goes, well, I can make tacos. And I'm like, we don't have cumin, which if any of you guys are cooks, cumin is like one of the essential recipes in making a very good spiced taco meat. And she's getting frustrated, like, no, we don't need that. We don't need that. And me and her going back and forth about that. And then she's finally like, well, you never try my cooking. And I'm like, because you're not cooking the like the proper way. She's like, well, other people like it. I'm like, other people are nice. I'm not nice. Which I know is like the ultimate douche thing to say. And I'm, I'm aware. I was wrong in a lot of this. Because she was like, just try it. And finally she warmed me down to the point where I was like, you know what, fine. And But I was upset. I was upset because like we've been together three years now almost. And she still doesn't know what to buy me from Walmart. Or anything to get me. And so it was upsetting me. And so I told her that. I was like, it, it feels like... I didn't get anything that I was going to be able to eat from Walmart. And it's instead of being an apology turned into an argument for why you, what you wanted was right. And what you wanted was the right thing to do. And, um, because of that, she ended up, I was already in a very bad panic attacky, depressed place. And then that sent her into her own panic attack, depressed place. And it was just not a good time. Y'all it was, uh, it was all based off of food and it was based off the fact that I don't have a lot of food at the house. And that's, you know, normal. Like, I need to be better at figuring out and vocalizing what I want. But I, I don't know. It, it just it was a rough time all around for both of us because I didn't want to try the food she wanted to cook. And also, I didn't have any food that I wanted. And it was just a really dark time, which led to how I helped myself today, which was instead of focusing on me, 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 I focused on her. I focused on making sure she felt better. I walked in after eating it and said, hey, the taco meat's pretty good. Don't eat the tortillas. The tortillas taste like rubber. I don't know what's wrong with them tortillas, y'all, but they are nasty. So I told her that and she goes, okay. And so then I was like, well, you need to come in here and eat. No, I don't want to eat. And I'm like, you made the food for you. You didn't make the food for me. And she's like, no. And so then I proceeded to spend the next hour messing with her because I refused to let her fall down that depressed rabbit hole. I focused on like playing goofy music or clips from The Adventure Zone, which is our favorite podcast, clips from that to cheer her up or clips of her favorite band or stuff just to annoy her out of the funk. And it didn't work per se. Like she was still kind of messed up by the time I had left. But on my end, it made me feel better because at least I was trying. I was trying to do something to help her. I was trying to do something to improve the situation instead of sitting in my own funk and sitting in this own, my own little place of, well, I don't have anything. I'll eat. I don't have this. I don't have this. I don't have this. That would have just made things worth, worse for both of us. But at least I tried to help. And at that, I at least was able to find some peace of, oh, good. I've, I tried to help. I tried to do everything I could. And that's all I can do. And that helped a lot. And uh, now I'm going to go inside and pray to God that I can get some rest and not have a weird night of getting up and down, getting up and down, getting up and down, having panic attacks like I did last night. Maybe tonight I'll actually work out and get that relaxation in, but who knows. Uh, but I will try and I will see you guys tomorrow. It's me again, and I had a I had a day. It was a neutral day, but the best way I could describe it is 
I was as involved as little as possible in today. It was a whole lot of, like, when you're an artist, you kind of have to try to balance out how much you intake with how much you output. So make sure that you're not, you know, spending all your time intaking information and not, uh, or not outputting all the time because there needs to be a balance because at the end of the day, you need to be intaking things. That way your brain can, you know, learn and grow and you can create new art with it. Um, so today was a very input heavy day. There was not a lot of output on my end. There was some editing stuff, but I could edit in my sleep at this point, which I almost did because fun fact, I did not sleep. In fact, here, we're going to skip ahead a little bit. Um, what I did that was not awesome today is what I did last night that wasn't awesome, which is the fact that I didn't sleep at all, 110%, no matter what, I, I don't know what it was, I just wasn't able to go to sleep, but I got home, and then I started watching Masterclass, I watched the entire Steve Martin comedy Masterclass, so this show should be real funny now, and uh, then I watched Judd Apatow, and then I said, okay, I can't stay up all night watching Judd Apatow do a Masterclass, I'll turn on Judd's Netflix special, and I will fall asleep to that. No, I just watched the whole thing, and then I got on my Nintendo Switch and started buying stuff. So, I was very exhausted all day. I was in a very tired state all day. And so, uh, Scotty was not present for class today, is the best way I can describe things. But we already know what I did that wasn't awesome. Why don't we talk about the rest of it in the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one... What am I grateful for today? Well, today I'm very grateful for my parents because, as we talked about, I think it was yesterday, um, I don't have food at the house. Like, I've got a little bit, you know, I got like gummy, gummy bears and stuff like that. And uh, Kool Aid, not Kool Aid squishers, what are they called? Burst, the Kool Aid burst things. I've got those. Um, but other than that, I don't have food. And that's partly the reason I couldn't go to sleep last night is the fact that if my body is hungry, my mind can't get rid of that thought. My mind can't get rid of the thought of, oh, you're hungry. Um, and so I couldn't sleep because I was starving the entire night. And I didn't have any food in the kitchen that I really could dig my teeth into. Or anything that I could really quickly grab and eat. And so, um, yeah, I stayed up all night because of that. And I'm grateful to my parents because they came in. I told them about yesterday's story because, you know, venting is important. So I had to vent a little bit more. And so I told them about it. And uh, right before I was getting ready to get done, I was closing down at the office. And um, my mom comes in my room and goes, yeah, we've uh, we've got two bags of Walmart groceries in the front door. Uh, we just picked and choosed from our kitchen. Uh, it's what, what we have. I hope you're fine. Um, and I was like, thank you. So they it meant a lot to me that they were actually able to go into the kitchen and pick stuff out for me and, and figure out some food to help keep me going. Like I got some Honey Nut Cheerios and some SpaghettiOs because I'm a five-year-old. And yeah, very grateful for them for that. Now, what did I do that was awesome today? And like I said last night after a while, I kind of gave in and was like, I'm just going to stay up all night. And that is when I got on the Nintendo Switch and got into the App Store and started looking at the sales. And I was like, oh, look, they got a lot of bu a bunch of Sonic stuff, and CJ loves Sonic, so I'll buy him some Sonic games. Put those on there. Oh, um, Lego Harry Potter is on sale. I will get that for Emily. That's great. And I just kept doing it. And then I, eventually I was like, and what, I'll get this Super Nintendo thing, because apparently if you get the um, Switch Online 
thing, you can actually play a bunch of old Super Nintendo games, and that's the first console I ever owned. It's my favorite console. It's got my favorite games of all time on it, from Tiny Toons Olympics to uh, Looney Tunes, ba- Looney Tunes B-Ball. Uh, let's see, Donkey Kong Country. I'm just going to rant and rave if I keep going. But I was like, okay, I'll download that for me. None of those games were on there. Uh, I think the only game that I really liked that was on there was like Super Mario World. But other than that, nothing. And then I was like, oh, they've got an NES one too. Downloaded that, nothing. There was Punch-Out, and you know I I did some Punch-Out. You know I I took out Glass Joe very quickly. And so that's when Sleepy Sleepy Body's Scrain, no, Sleepy Scotty's brain kicked in and said, you know what all these people on the internet are talking about nowadays, right? the uh, the old Animal Crossing. And I was like, I don't know. I've played Stardew Valley in the past, and I liked it a little bit, but I don't know how I'll feel about it. And then eventually I just caved and was like, okay, because I think Emily came in the room, and I was like, I don't know if I want to buy this or not. Because, by the way, the sun is up at this point. I've been on the Nintendo Switch store for that long. So Emily came in the room and was like, I don't know. She goes, well, CJ has it at his dad's house so he could play it and he'll know how to play it. And I was like, oh, cool. That's all the excuse I need. And so I got it and I played it for the rest of the day, y'all. That's all. I think I took like a two-hour nap with Ripley when Ripley needed a nap. So I took a nap with her and then when we woke up, Animal Crossing. That's all I did was nothing but Animal Crossing, y'all. The game's so good. And in the... Let me put it this way, and I hate the fact that I've used the phrase as an artist already once today, but as an artist, the art you need to create is like, you look at society and you look at where the vacuums are, you look at what society needs. Animal Crossing is what we need right now, y'all. We need um, this lovable place where... You just go catch butterflies and catch fish and you go hang out with your friends on their special islands. That's what we need right now. And and I mean, there's other stuff I want. Like a part of me was like, oh, they've got a Yu-Gi-Oh game. I would love to play that because I'm very lame. I was like, I could do that. Or, oh, wait a minute, Pokemon. But at the end of the day, Animal Crossing, it's what I needed. Like I said, today was very much an input-based day for Scotty. And so I just needed something to take my mind off of everything for a while. And it really did help me take my mind off of things. In addition to what I did today to help myself, which in addition to playing Animal Crossing all day, was canceling recording tonight because a i wasn't prepared which is completely and totally my bad but i'll be honest opposite attractions is the show i prepare least for and i'm supposed to watch phineas and ferb to get an idea for a ride based on phineas and ferb for the show and uh yeah didn't do that at all and as i was sitting there watching wrestling getting ready to do the show i just sat back and said no this ain't tonight i need to just chill watch wrestling, have me like half a glass of whiskey and just enjoy my night. And that's what I did. And now I'm going to go inside and probably play some Animal Crossing to continue enjoying my night because, yeah, today was very much a... uh, It was almost like... I guess the best way to describe it is like a very pretty jellyfish is where I'm at today. Is like... Hold on, it'll make sense. Give me a second. Is I know I'm in like a very sensitive state lately, so I'm like, I'm gonna sit back and look at the jellyfish, and in this case, jellyfish is an analogy for life. I'm gonna sit back and look at the jellyfish and let the jellyfish float around for a few 
because I know I'm going to get stung if I get my hands in too deep. So I'm going to just chill back and let the jellyfish fly around me and enjoy it and not worry about too much about trying to wrangle it. So, yeah, that helped me a lot today was by taking a step back. And I feel like a lot of people, because of the quarantine, are like, I need to start a new project or start new things or really work on self-help. You don't have to. You don't have to worry about that. Sometimes you you don't have to wrangle the jellyfish. Sometimes you can just take a step back and observe it and enjoy it for what it is. And that's what I got to do today was enjoy it for what it is. And uh, now I'm going to go inside and just dig into these SpaghettiOs, y'all. I'm going to wreck these SpaghettiOs. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. It was a very, very crazy, stressful day. Uh, me and Blake recorded like three episodes of JXT tonight, and during it, my computer crashed, and we lost two. So I've only got one episode of that, which I, I realized used to mess me up a lot when that happened, but now it's like, with everything going on, I'm like, yeah, sure, that might as well happen. That's fine. So that happened. We found out that uh, CJ's dad is sick and is actually getting tested for COVID right now, and that is a very stressful situation because then I'm like, oh no, I've been around, he's been around his dad, I've been around him, I've been around the baby. Don't, if the, if the baby gets sick, I might just, it might be all over because it's already very dark for me right now. I'm already going through a lot because like, and here's the thing, as an extrovert, especially one like me who's like, I want to be the life of the party and I want to keep the party going, I want to have a good time. It's hard to be like, hey, this sucks. Because there are a lot of people online, like uh, introverts, and I got no problem with introverts. My best friends are introverts. I love introverts. But also, introverts right now are like, isn't this great? We get to stay at home all the time and not have to worry about anything. And I'm like, I worry about it a lot because I don't get to go anywhere. And I know, when, like, I've dealt with this before. I used to, like, travel back and forth. But I would always have a break. I'd always have a moment where I would go to Birmingham or I'd go to Atlanta or something to kind of, like get my mind distracted and to appease my extroverted nature. I don't have that right now. So I'm very freaked out right now. And I guess that's kind of, I'm having to process a lot right now this week because the depression is real. The depression is real. The exhaustion is real. Uh, I didn't end up going to bed last night till three in the morning, but hey, we'll just talk about that when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? And today, I am grateful for uh, something I've brought to the show very recently, but it's Bojangles. And y'all, after these few days of having to kind of survive off of like crackers and small things here and there, just getting to stop at Bojangles and get a big old thing of bow rounds and a big old chicken biscuit. Oh, it was all I needed. I just like, I grabbed it and I chilled and I played Animal Crossing for the longest time and it was the best day ever in those brief moments, just those brief moments of nothing but chicken and paying Tom Nook. It was great. Um, now what did I do that was awesome? And it's actually something I did last night. And it's also the reason why I didn't sleep until 3 in the morning. Which, for once, it wasn't insomnia. This this time it wasn't insomnia. This time it was purely Scotty being an idiot and deciding to buy the Yu-Gi-Oh! game for Nintendo Switch and play it all night. Because it's so good. This is the closest they've ever gotten to legit Yu-Gi-Oh! And I understand I'm going to sound like a crazy man if you're not a fan of Yu-Gi-Oh! But it's just such a good card game. Because, like... There are certain ones that are very simplistic 
and there are some that are too complicated. Yu-Gi-Oh for me is like my perfect middle level where there's some stuff that's complex. There are certain um, blockchains of different moves that you can do back and forth and it just ends up being amazing. And uh, then there's also very simplistic things that anyone can understand. Like here is your monster, uh, here's a spell, here's a trap card. That's all you really need to know. But then you could do complex stuff on top of it. And what I love about it is the fact that it made me think back to like when I first got out of college, like right before, actually this might have been during college, and we were very, very into Yu-Gi-Oh! And we played Yu-Gi-Oh! all the time, and I was a dragon boy, so I had a red eyes black dragon deck, I had a blue eyes white dragon deck, I was, I loved them so much. Um, and in the game, you can either choose to play with the deck that the game gives you, which uh, through my like hour of play means garbage, or you can make your own deck. And so I actually went in and started building my old Red Eyes deck and getting to use it in the game. I love, quick aside, the Red Eyes Black Dragon might be my favorite card in all of Yu-Gi-Oh! Because someone talks to, because it's like the ultimate, I guess, white trash becomes a hero card. Because the Blue Eyes White Dragon is... Oh man, I'm going real nerdy, ain't I? Blue Eyes White Dragon is like one of the most powerful basic cards you can get. Red Eyes is uh, a little bit less powerful, but one of my favorite quotes is someone goes, a Blue Eyes is about power, a Red Eyes is about potential. Because you can get cards that will take the Red Eyes and increase its attack score to be like 10 times that of what the, um, the Blue Eyes White Dragon is. I know I'm being a nerd right now, but I'm very excited I get to play Yu-Gi-Oh! again. Because I do love Animal Crossing, but... If I've done everything I can do on the island, it's very hard for me to figure out new stuff to do. There's only, like, a distinct number of things I can do. And so, uh, yeah, I like Yu-Gi-Oh! to break up the monotony of Animal Crossing. Now, what did I do that wasn't awesome? And it's just how exhausted I was all day. Like, I woke up... I got seven hours of sleep, which was the bizarre thing. I woke up at noon... And Emily goes, like, you're sleeping in till noon? And I'm like, have you not met me? I've slept in till two most days. This is an accomplishment for me. But I was exhausted. I woke up after about seven hours of sleep, woke up at about noon. And, um, yeah, I was just so tired. And I remember going to the office. I think I had something to get edited, and I got that done. And I was supposed to write. Thursday's my creative day. It's supposed to be about writing. Uh, I opened up the file doc and just stared at it and said, yeah, no, nah, that's not happening. I can't write. I cannot write right now. And it sucked being that tired to where I was basically unresponsive. I could not talk, really. It was all basic stuff like, hey, how are you? Yeah, I'm here. And I was, like, stumbling. It wasn't a good vibe. Today, like, lately, my life has seemed like the biggest slow burn of all time, which is grog, grog, grog throughout the day. And then, like, somewhere around four or five, something happens, I hit the gas pedal, and then I wake up, and then I'm only awake for, like, seven hours. That don't seem healthy. Um, so, yeah, it's a very big rev up I've been having to deal with today. And the way I helped myself through all of that was by swapping my schedule around. It was by going, well, I'm very tired right now, but... I have to come back tonight anyways to record, so why don't I do all of this before that so I can go home, rest now, and then I can just rely on all of that work being a slingshot to motivate me through the rest of the day. And it didn't really happen because we ended up having to change even more schedule stuff. It was ridiculous. But it helped because I got to go home, 
eat that good, good Bojangles, relax, play some Animal Crossing. And at one point, this is the other reason why none of that stuff happened, is because Emily goes, okay, you said you have to be at the office at 4? Yeah, okay, I'm going to go get CJ at uh, at 3.30, so I guess I won't see you after that. I said, I'm sorry, baby. And then I remember waking up at like 6.30 to Emily being like, you got to go. I'm like, what time is it? She's like, it's like 6 in the afternoon. I'm like, that's not... Good, but I felt awake. I felt alive. I didn't feel like I've been grogging throughout the day like I have been lately. And it made me really excited because I know there's still some normalcy in there. We're having to dig for it, but there is still some normalcy every once in a while. That's a big cobweb on my car. That's scary. Okay, but giant spider, you can have my car now, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that's how I helped myself was just by resting. And that's my advice for everybody right now is just rest. And if you're like me and an, are an extrovert who's kind of struggling, just let your life let your life go right now. Just kind of deal with it. Breathe through it. You're going to make it. I believe in you. Talk to a friend you haven't talked to in a while, and you'll make it. I believe in you. And for now, I'm going to go inside and probably play more Animal Crossing and Yu-Gi-Oh! And I will see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. I had a very, very good day. Got to watch some Drag Race with my family, which was, oh my god, amazing. Tonight's episode, the two queens I no longer wanted on the show are now gone, and it's just such a good feeling when justice comes. And then also, there was some good competition tonight. Like, I was like, is, is it gonna be Jan? Is it gonna be Gigi? Who's gonna get it? And then Gigi takes it, and I'm like, but wait, Jan did so good, and it was, oh, it's such... Such a good episode. Like, I thought I would talk a lot last week about, like, Snatch Game, because Snatch Game is iconic. No. This, t- t- today's episode was very, very good. So much so that even my dad, who's like, this is a little bit weird, ain't it? Fell in love with it. He was like, even he was trying to get into the show at points. And it was great. Loved it. Got to spend some time with Emily and CJ playing Pokemon Snap and having to teach them how to play Pokemon Snap because I'm, of course, an elite gamer, and they are not. And then I got to play some Animal Crossing with actual friends, like Jim from Opposite Attractions came over to my island, and me and I hung out and catched caught butterflies and stuff like that, and then recorded a great episode of Fight Boys. It was just a phenomenal night. Uh, I will say... Boy, the minute I find out that I don't have to go home at 9 o'clock, I immediately revert back to old ways, because it's about 12.30 right now. But that's also because I came up with some really cool ideas, and and Fight Boys went very long. We almost recorded for two hours, and I'm like, how? How do we make this show so long? But we'll talk about how we made it that long as we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for? And today, I'm really grateful for CJ, because... Yes, that boy gets on my nerves more than anything on this entire planet. He is so annoying, but also no one wakes up actual Scotty faster than CJ. Because if I just wake up on my own, I'll be really groggy. If Emily's like, hey, babe, I'll be groggy. But I'll be in there like half awake and I'll hear CJ in the living room screaming. And then I'll hear his mom get on to him for something and he won't stop. And that's the moment I have to turn on dad mode and 
dad mode Scotty is awake Scotty. And so I immediately wake up, I get up, I start moving around, I have to talk to him. Uh, literally, <laughs> I swear to God, every time, the first time I see him every day, I'm getting onto him for something. I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of like the sentry. I'm the Robocop of the affair. And I just have to get in there and be like, you have initiated protocol 43C, please stop. So, I, I love that little dork, even though he annoys me to absolutely no end, because he wakes me up, and he makes me a better person in some ways, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But what did I do today that is awesome, and it's have such extreme passion, because uh, as we talked, I think we talked about WrestleMania, and the fact that they did some interesting things, mostly something that's now been dubbed cinematic wrestling, which is where instead of wrestling taking place in a ring, like AJ Styles and The Undertaker had a boneyard match, John Cena had probably the most intelligently done wrestling matches in a long time against Bray Wyatt, because it was an entire breakdown of not just his life, but his character. Character and like uh, it, it talked about, and, and I don't even remember if I talked about on this on this on the show, but it was a breakdown of like uh, you've been the chosen one ever since day one. You failed in the beginning and then you changed, and because you had you were big and you had muscles, Vince McMahon saw something in you, and you never gave anybody a chance. It was a really great breakdown of John Cena as a character, and it was so phenomenal. And as you can see, it is something I'm. Quite quite passionate about. I'm very intrigued by this new next level of wrestling we're finding right now because now that there's no audience, you have to find new interesting things to do. And WWE and AEW, they're finding new interesting ways to do it. And as we got on Fight Boys, I brought this as my baby face, aka the good thing of the week. And I just started talking and like 15 minutes later, Blake and Dylan are just staring at me like, what? You good, bro? Because, like, there was also a bad cinematic wrestling match this week. A couple of them, actually. And so I brought that as my negative thing of the week. I was like, no, this doesn't work, and here's why it doesn't work. So for, like, a solid 30 to 40 minutes, I was just so passionate. And, like, there's one thing you can't fake, and it's passion, y'all. And I'm really happy WrestleMania reawoken this spirit of passion in me. Because in the past, like, if I bring rants or something like that, this to the table, I'll get sh- either get shut down or give up on it a little bit early. But I was so ingrained in it. And, like, intelligent thoughts came out, which I, I know. I'm, I'm not going to say I'm not an intelligent person, because I am. I'm, I'm a smart boy. But also, I rarely portray that on my shows. Because at the end of the day, I feel like it's less interesting to listen to somebody intelligent, at least on something like what we do for Fight Boys and a load of BS. It's less interesting to listen to somebody intelligent. It's more interesting to listen to somebody like you, someone you can connect to. And I'm not saying you're not intelligent, but you know, it's easier to connect to somebody who appeals to every single denominator. So I don't try to play intelligent, but today, oh no, I did. I was like, no, uh, you need this type of character to make it work, and you have to do this. And I laid out my rules for cinematic wrestling, and I was so impassioned about it, as I seem to be right now. And it, it really woke me up to the fact of like, oh, this is fun to analyze things, overanalyze things. It is fun to take these deep dives into topics that you're extremely passionate about. And it reminded me, 
of why I started Fight Boys in the first place. We didn't start Fight Boys to just be a news show. We started Fight Boys to be an analytical show and and analyze why we enjoy these things, why certain matches work, why certain matches don't work, why certain storylines are interesting. And, uh, yeah, we, it was really fun to go into that today. Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And like I said earlier, I like, I, I love CJ and I appreciate CJ cause he makes me want to be a better person, but also that means I have to lead by example. And I did not lead by example today. For instance, we try to tell CJ, Hey, you need to eat healthy, man. You can't be eating like cheese and crackers all the time or you got to eat healthy. And I preach it to him. But also, <laughs> I did end up eating a big old burrito from Moe's and a bunch of chips, so not the best. And then also, we tell him he can only play on the Nintendo Switch for about an hour because playing too much Nintendo Switch is a bad thing. The boy may have walked in on me numerous times to play today playing Animal Crossing, and he was like, well, if you're playing, I can play, right? And I'm like, absolutely not, child. And I, in that moment, it wasn't me being like, no, you need to be healthier. You can't just keep playing video games all day. It was me going, no, child, I am going to play Animal Crossing because I want to play it. I'm, I'm just now getting my island set up. I just got a ladder. I can finally explore things. Stay away, child. And so, yeah, I wasn't exactly leading by example today, and that's that's not the best. Uh, finally, how did I help myself? And it's actually also a way that might help you. So for those of you who don't know, I'm also an author. I wrote a series of book called The Queasel Corp Trilogy. It's a ridiculously, it's a ridiculous sounding book that's impossible to spell. So obviously I don't sell a lot of copies of it. And then I also made a, uh, a book called BS versus the Gods. And it is a, um, a, 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 not a crossover, a spinoff of a load of BS about me and Blake. And I also made audiobooks for three of them. And so what I want to do is start something that's like the BS Book Club. Uh, one of the guys who I used to hang out with a lot at Dragon Con, Scott Sigler, has a podcast. And his podcast is literally just the audiobooks of his books. And so I'm going to start the BS Book Club. And that means I get to go back and analyze all my old books as I listen to them again and figure out like, oh, that's something I might want to use again in the future, or I wish I had done this instead of that. And I think it'll improve my writing to look back on it. It'll improve my, um, my, I guess, not speech patterns per se, but uh, the way I do my voice acting, it's going to improve that because I can already, like looking back, I'm like, oh, this was a mistake. Oh, that got way too heavily edited and stuff like that. And uh, I, I just think it's something we need right now. Like, I feel like we're in a period where content creation is more important than anything to kind of keep people busy and keep people distracted. And so putting out all my old audiobooks like this is definitely going to help people because it's giving them access to something that's always been behind a paywall. It's going to help me because I know I know after I get done with BS versus the gods, I'm going to want to write the sequel because I've had BS versus the sequel kicking around in my head for a very long time. And then, um, yeah, we're going to do the Queasel Corp books, and I knew I wanted to do a, a spinoff of Queasel Corp, and then eventually we'll also have the uh, Southern Mythology book. When we have released that, I'm going to put the audiobook there, um, just because I'd much rather have you guys be able to listen to it, and then you could pay through Patreon or something like that. I'd rather give it away for free and let you guys enjoy it that way. So, BS Book Club, it's coming soon. I'll let you guys know when. It may be out as soon as next week. I'm not sure yet. I kind of want to talk to Blake and see if he wants to be on it 
with me, but I'm, I'm not sure. But for now, I'm going to go inside, play a little bit of Animal Crossing, and get some rest, because I actually have to go, to go to the office tomorrow and get a lot of work done. And I will see you guys tomorrow. That's all I recorded this week because Saturday became Sunday at some point because my insomnia got so bad that I said, well, let's just stay up all night and then I could talk about like, and then I'll reset my internal clock. My sleep schedule will be fixed and it it didn't get fixed at all, but that's next week's episode to hear about that. But yeah, I'm slowly realizing I'm becoming unstuck in time. Mostly, I I think I realized it about the time that I brought Bojangles to the table for a second time this week. Uh, I was like, that's how messed up I am right now as far as time is concerned. That I was like, oh, I must have had Bojangles like two weeks ago, maybe last week. But there's no way I've talked about Bojangles twice in the same exact week. But yeah, apparently I have. Time has lost all meaning. Everything has gone crazy. And I am in a, I'm not gonna lie, pretty bad mental state right now. But I, I don't know. Hopefully I can get it fixed soon enough because I, I, I can't keep doing this. Also, sorry this episode had to come out late because I had some really bad sleep issues. <laughs> Anyways... As always, remember to support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash a load of BS. You get exclusive content like me also, the Me Again Sister Show, where I do stuff like talk about some of my favorite self-help topics, or this month we're actually going to be taking a look back six months at the first ever episode of Me Again and seeing how I've grown, seeing how I've changed, and it's a really interesting look back, because as bad as things are right now, I'm almost positive that they were worse back then. So that's awesome, and you can only get it at patreon.com slash a load of bs so check that out check out the official me again merch store online at merch.loadofpurebs.com we got some awesome comfy shirts for you to have there ladies and gentlemen and as always remember to send your question comments and psychiatric help to me on twitter at scotty mo that is spelled s-e-o-t-t-y-e-m-o and until next time don't forget to be awesome and i won't forget to be me again